Presents a music and talk show where your host Darren Roebuck is joined by a variety of artists, scientists, entrepreneurs, and therapists as they share what's on their minds and give you new ideas and practices to help you get the most out of being you. Can you dig it? Be sure to visit deeporbitstudio.com for links, show notes, and more. Now sit back and take in the view while we blast off into Deep Orbit. Welcome to Deep Orbit Studio Presents. I'm your host, Darren Roebuck, and with me today are two of the most talented musicians in Boulder. Uh, They are Cato and Caleb Cronin, brother and sister who have a band called Cronin. And uh, we're here to talk today about not just music and where you can find them and where you can check out all their stuff, but uh, we're going to talk about all kinds of fascinating other things that you probably aren't cared for in your measly little minds. No, actually, I know you don't have measly little minds, but um, we are going to talk about some stuff that really is unpredictable from a a band interview. So uh, with that, uh, we're going to welcome Caleb and Kato. Welcome to Deep Orbit Studio. Thanks Thanks. so much. Thanks for having us, Darren. Definitely. So, um, Caleb, I know that you just uh, uh, got a degree from CU, and that was in audiology. Yes, yes. It was in hearing science, and uh, my field of study was specifically on figuring out in the music industry, what's the best way to apply dynamic range compression, or we like to call it DRC. And We're going to have to back up a second. What is dynamic range compression? I mean, aside so, from a, a really cool string of words to say, <laughs> but, uh, but, but what is it? Basically... In a song file, there's a peak and a valley in the wave, mm-hmm. and there's a ratio from the peak to the valley, and when we change that ratio to make the peak to valley uh, smaller and we kind of squish things, we call it compressing. So it essentially allows all of the quiet parts of the song to be louder and all of the louder parts of the song to be quieter so that it's not this one part of the song that's super loud or this one part of the song that's really quiet, it allows the listener to just have a easy flowing uh, experience with loudness. That's cool. So did you apply this uh, information to your, uh, to your band? Yes, because what we found was that people actually prefer less DRC or dynamic range compression than more. And that's the problem is all the other audiology people and audio engineers from the music industry, they applied tons of dynamic range compression on music. And the listener preferences that I found through research is that actually people like none to little compression. Mm -hmm. So when we put our album out, that's what we did, and we got great results. All the people I know said that they preferred listening to our album over other people, and that's because people said that the most important quality in a survey uh, in music is actually the sound quality, like how 
crisp the sound is, how clean the sound is, that type of stuff. So I think that that's one aspect of our recordings that is advanced compared to other people. Well, that's interesting. You know, it's like Top 40 is like highly often called overly compressed music, and it has that that sound. And then like classical music is completely uncompressed, so you get all the dynamic range of all the instruments. Right. And, yeah. you know, if you... For the people that know or that listen, you know, everyone says one's much more beautiful than the other, and you can decide which one's which. Um, so uh, tell me some more about your last album. What's it called? Where can people get it? What were the concepts behind it? Our last album was a self-titled, so it was called Cronin, mm-hmm. and it was a four-song EP that we recorded at Violet Recording in North Boulder, and... Um, what we did with that album is we went really outside of the box as far as harmony goes. So when you look at a key, um, tonality, usually there's just normal, major, or minor that we think of in Western music. But with this album, one thing we did was we went outside of the box as far as tonality goes because the cello player of Cronin was actually my music theory professor at CU. So we were thinking, let's just go outside the box and let's not use the natural um, intervals that occur in Western music. Let's add notes. Let's take some out. Let's make it so the second scale degree is a minor second instead of a major second and just get some weird harmony out of it. So that was the main idea behind it was getting these interesting harmonic combinations that you don't really find in classical music or pop music. Wow, that's really cool. So, Kato, what's your function in all of this? Well, I have several functions. Not only do I help Caleb write music, I, you know, write the lyrics, and we really work on the music together, um, you know, along with other band members, but I also work to create music videos and aesthetic um, to really please the eye on uh, YouTube and other internet media. Um, that's a huge part of Cronin. You know, we work really hard since the beginning of the band to um, represent ourselves online in a certain way, visually and, um, you know, for listeners. So it's it's definitely uh, been a journey for us, you know, the past few years making these music videos because we've traveled all over the world doing them. Um, and I also add, you know, to the whole merchandise line. You know, I create all the different <clears throat> logos and designs with Caleb, and we uh, have put out, you know, a series of clothing for men and females, and we, you know, have a really cool line for Cronin right now. So been working on it. It's all different aspects. Band has a lot of different things that you got to do for it. But that's great that you focus on the sights and the sounds because there really is such yeah. a big visual aspect to Definitely. to the performing arts. Um, and with that, fair listeners, I'm going to be posting uh, links to these uh, in the show notes. But um, they have some great videos, and we're going to listen to some of the some of Cronin's music right now, uh, and um, they're going to be from the videos. This first one is a song called "Have It All." This is Cronin here on Deep Orbit Studio presents.
and it's Thank a wealth you so of much, Boulder, Colorado. Well, you're welcome, Cronin. Speaking on behalf of everyone from Boulder, Colorado. So that was Have It All by Cronin. And so tell me, Cato, where uh, where were you in that video? It's like all beachy and tropical, and it makes oh, yeah. me want to be there. We filmed that video in Puerto Rico. Um, it's an island actually called Culebra, and it's a small island part of Puerto Rico. It is absolutely fabulous. Very, uh, you know, um, quiet. Got the island life vibe. There's some really cool history there. Um, as you can see in the video, if you go out online, check it out. There's amazing tanks that are on the beach there that have been, you know, abandoned. There's tons of graffiti on them. They're absolutely beautiful. Uh, and Cronin wanted to go there, shoot with the tanks uh, due to a lot of the history. And, you know, we sh- we flew out some models. We flew out, you know, videographers. And we really wanted to, you know, show the juxtaposition between the you know, party life with, uh, you know, our performances and the different social commentary that we're trying to make with uh, the imagery, uh, you know, such as uh, the the tank uh, images and, and whatnot. So, yeah, we definitely go all different places, you know, not only Puerto Rico, but in our other videos, we go to Israel and we're off to, you know, Europe and you know, we really try and make some social comments. Uh, mm-hmm. The main one that we're referring to with the tank is what has happened to a lot of the Caribbean in post-colonial, post-imperialistic world and how the World Bank, the IMF, and all these other institutions have really defran- uh, disenfranchised individuals in the Caribbean. Uh, one of the poets that inspired this song is Derek Wolcott, who's from St. Lucia, I believe, and he's from the Caribbean, yeah. one of the most famous poets in the world, actually. And he explained how a lot of the colonial powers like Britain and others have really made it so that life, even in the current day, is a lot different and a lot harder for many individuals in the Caribbean. And it was just interesting for us to read a lot of Derek Walcott's poems and read about how the slums of the Caribbean have been affected by the past and stories of history. And we wanted to encapsulate that inside a video. And then what Cato said is kind of juxtapose it to our lives and say, like, look, here's how people are living with post-war lifestyles in slums. And then we're here in Boulder, Colorado, parting our asses off. So it's kind of interesting to, like, look at our own lives and look at other people's lives and kind of celebrate the diversity that occurs. That's amazing. So you've got a sonic level. You've got a visual level. And you have a literary and a social level. Oh, yeah. So Cronin goes deep. Cronin is the multifaceted jewel of, of, of the front range. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's what we definitely strive for. Not only do we have those aspects of our band, but I myself have been designing different pieces of fashion for a, uh, you know, group of females here in Boulder that we, you know, get together. We do photo shoots and the girls really are awesome because they come to the shows. They wear, you know, the pieces that I have created, you know, they're pretty much our brand ambassadors, so to speak. And they're kind of the Cronin inspiration. They come, they do awesome photo shoots before the shows, and they do, you know, awesome dancing in the crowd and on stage. And it's, you know, a whole, it's a whole experience at our 
our live performances. Um, you know, we like to incorporate the sex appeal, you know. Um, me and my girlfriends here in Boulder, we really uh, strive to be on the cutting edge of fashion. Um, you know, I w was all around the world and was able to see everything that was going on in the fashion industry and, you know, what people were wearing on the streets. And, you know, it really, when I came back to Boulder, it really put a lot of inspiration in my own designs to kind of cross boundaries and and try and you know make new trends and that's what the girls and I are doing with a new group called the Calliopes and I'm starting to brand this and really fly with it you know in the next year so very cool are, are you going to do crocheted ski hats <laughs> oh yeah I do all sorts of different designs we do crocheted ski hats we have all different shirts and skirts and I do swimsuits we've got these really cool skater hats um, with short brims those hats are, are way cool yeah so we've got a whole line of different apparel and you can check that out on our website and just to make you jealous listeners uh, <laughs> I am currently wearing my Cato Cronin personally crafted ski hat right now and it is delightful I might even put a picture of it up with the show notes just so you can all be jealous and then <laughs> hit up Cato to get one of your own. Oh, yeah. Because um, it's just that cool. I really got to say, you know, I'm, I actually am not a big ski hat guy, and this is probably the best one I've ever had on my head. And, you know, and it's kind of some kind of new colors for me. I think this is going to this is going to help in, in my social life. It's just oh, yeah, it's, it's just going to be that thing that makes me hot, that, hot, hot. That's Ooh. that's really it. I'm just going to be that much cooler because of this rad new That's ski right. hat. That's right. Made special by Cato Cronin. So you, you have this four song EP that's come out, uh, has these fantastic songs on it um, that really do push listeners into different directions than the typical radio station might. Um, now, uh, what are you working on now? And uh, do you guys collaborate outside of the band or do you uh, just keep it all sort of in-house, so to speak? Really luckily, I was taking a class at CU my last semester, this last semester before I graduated, called Music Technology. And in that class, we learned how to use logic. And the program that's logic? A, the, yeah, or the just... program logic uh, that's created, think by the same people as, it's similar to GarageBand. Let's just yeah, put it Yeah, I think that it's way. made by the same general mm -hmm. house. And it's an amazing program, similar to Pro Tools to Ableton, but with a little different um, set of tools that you can use. And so what I did during that class is I wrote a whole new album worth of songs in collaboration with my sister, Kato, and our bass player, Chris Wright. So we have a whole set of new songs that we're learning how to play live now and that we're adding vocals to that is going to probably be released coming soon. So we have... Uh, a whole new set of songs that are highly influenced by um, a mixture of electronic artists and other more acoustic instrumentation-based artists. So I think that it's going to be a really interesting mixture of an album. Will it have sort of a similar flavor as the last one? Yeah, it'll have a similar flavor. I think we have a little bit more piano influence. Um, I took a piano class at CU, which really helped uh, <laughs> kind of get my different chords down and all that stuff. So I've really gone crazy in that department. And also Cato, 
was uh, really applying a lot of her knowledge of sound art that she learned at CU during her art major on this on this new album. So oh yeah, she has a great knowledge of sound art, and it's a really interesting uh, field other than music. But it's just it's such a great thing yeah, that she's done. Kato, what is that? What is the sound art, and how have you applied it into uh, your recordings? Well, it's actually a full top like a a course at CU that I took, and it's virtually um. Sound, it, it's a lot of uh, different artists that make sounds um, and do different recordings of um, sounds. We've got John Cage. He's, you know, mm-hmm. one of the first sound artists to really, you know, um, make these amazing soundscapes. And um, we were doing a lot of different recordings of natural sounds, of urban sounds, of sounds that are occurring all around us. And we're using those sounds um, to, you know, apply into our music. And, um, you know, a lot of different artists are using, uh, you know, race car sounds, all these different crazy um, acoustic phenomena that are happening in nature, um, you know, we're we're trying to implement those into our music, and I took a whole course on it, and so I'm trying to use you know some of my knowledge in that department to really you know excel. That's fantastic. So really, creating not just music but soundscapes and soundscapes. sound sound design is exactly. really more what it's like. Is, right, right. That's really phenomenal. So I I love the fact that you guys are really wanting to use one your educations yeah. to oh, yeah. uh, to promote your music and make it much more than just something to party to and try to you know mate to in the dance floor or something <laughs> um, and it's something that can really inspire the intellectual it can inspire the world music enthusiast it can inspire parties it's but it's all of the above exactly i really love it and then even more so as i'm looking at the first frame of this next uh of the video of the next song we're going to play, I noticed that there is a monkey. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So you incorporate monkeys into your music as well, eh? Yeah, that's a snow monkey uh, from Japan. I was in Nagano at these amazing natural hot springs where the the snow monkeys reside, actually, and they're, you know, hanging out in the baths, and they're feeding. They're all around (laughs) you. It's kind of like a state park. Uh, and I was out there filming this music video, and funny story, the monkeys were not looking up at me to the camera, and so it was a big problem for you know the videographers because they couldn't catch the monkey's face. So I was blowing on them and trying to get their attention, and these are big monkeys. I'm telling you, they're like <laughs> bigger than you know German Shepherd almost. Some of the bigger ones are crazy looking and uh, I was kind of antagonizing them a little bit so to speak to get them to look at the camera and little did I know they were you know not happy with me they were slapping the rocks they were trying they were you know it was not a good thing so I don't know if I'll be going back there anytime soon so you need to work on your monkey friendly skills oh yeah get a little more monkey friendly for your next video (laughs) all right well oddly enough this one's called unruly days it's all about antagonizing monkeys And we're with Cronin on Deep Orbit Studio Presents. No monkeys were hurt in the process. Yeah, that's good.
right, that was Unruly Monkeys, I mean Unruly Days by Cronin. Uh, filmed in Japan, you said. Definitely. That is beautiful. Thank you. Wow, what a great looking video. And the monkeys seem kind of nice in that, just saying, you know. Well, I guess you edited out the mean parts. Yeah, they're aggressive. <laughs> so once again, um, check out Cronin on uh, YouTube, and I'll be posting the links to these videos and songs in uh, the show notes for this episode. Truly astounding stuff. I love artists that push the limits, whatever the medium is. Um, and I love the fact that you guys really try to do new stuff with music, which to me, you know, as a composer as well, it's not always easy to come up with new stuff. So uh, what do you guys do? Where do you acquire your inspiration from? Luckily, um, history of jazz has really, and just jazz theory in general, has really helped me think outside the box because, you know, learning music composition in the classical realm at CU and then learning about jazz history and learning from jazz uh, professors, both of those combined really gave me a dual sense of where to go with chord progressions and other musical ideas. Specifically, when I look into the jazz realm, a lot of my influences pertain to more of the beginnings of electric guitar in jazz and how that was originally implemented and the tones that were originally implemented. Charlie Parker, for example. And then on a more classical sense, I don't really have many influences per se, but I feel that for me, just knowing classical music theory is really helpful, and it's a really clean, easy way to understand harmony, melody, intervals, etc. So kind of the marriage between jazz knowledge and classical knowledge has brought us to where we are now. Notice how he said knowledge twice there. Just saying. So, Cato, uh, um, yeah. you're the band's drummer, the, yeah. oh, the, yeah. the rhythmist. Where do you draw your inspiration from? Well, I have a lot of different inspirations. Um, you know, right now, one of my most favorite drummers is Adam Deitch. He's got some really great break beats. He is a, um, you know, really wonderful drummer. He's come a long way and is one of my biggest inspirations right now. Um, but yeah, I've been drumming for a, a while and I've um, been drawing inspiration from several different artists. And, um, you know, we we really strive to kind of get a world percussion, um, a different range of sounds for percussion. Um, and we're trying to implement that into, you know, the music that we create. So definitely, um, you know, worldly music, world world music, definitely. Mm -hmm. So talking about that, the first when you when one says world music to me, the first thing that comes to mind is rhythms and yeah. polyrhythms, syncopation, right. odd time signatures. Uh, what are you guys doing in those realms? Well, one thing that we've really come to love is thinking of meter in more of an African sense, where instead of having a specific time signature, thinking of meter is more of a timeline. And being able to have patterns of three against patterns of four simultaneously. And a lot of people in America, when they hear 
recordings, field recordings of songs that have these techniques we're speaking of from Africa, from the Caribbean, etc. It sounds a little odd to them. But when Cronin implements it and then adds in some more familiar techniques in, the listeners seem to respond pretty well. It seems to be a nice medium between the field recordings from Africa and the pop music that they're used to. So that's how we're able to integrate polyrhythm and other timeline-type senses of meter. And one other cool thing that we've started doing is playing in 5-4 and having more asymmetrical meter, where there's counts of 2, then counts of 3, then counts of 2, then counts of 3. And that way it gives it a very circular, ongoing feel. And it's pretty new. I would say less than 1% of... American recordings are in that time signature, but people like new, people like fresh. Tom York from Radiohead is releasing songs in 5-4, so it's a trendy, hip, cool thing to do right now, and I think that performing it live is tricky, but it's worth it, because we've pulled oh, it yeah. off at a couple sold-out shows, The Fox, etc., and oh, yeah. people responded extremely well. It's so fun to play. I love the 5-4. Mm-hmm. You know it rolls, I mean? and, oh yeah, and you find that uh, the the da- people in the on the dance floors can still groove. They love it. Oh yeah, I, I agree oh, with yeah. that too. Definitely. And frankly, you know, you're saying not much music is played in five four, but there's actually a lot of real popular songs from Dave Brubeck to Jethro Tull to um, Blind Faith that got five five four songs on the radio as like some of their biggest right. hits. Yeah, uh, and that's something that I love because it's I I personally love stuff that's a little outside of the box, mm-hmm. the four four box. Yeah, that uh, gets a little boring after a while. <laughs> it's there's only so much that one can do with it, and granted, it's it's totally familiar territory, and I appreciate it. But um, you know, I grew up on Frank Zappa, and so you know, lots of time, lots of music that you have to count along with mm-hmm. was something that I I've always dug. Definitely. So we're going to play another song here, this one called Artfully Answered. Once again, the first frame is intriguing me. Oh, yeah. Is that light or is that makeup that's on you? It's body paint. I actually um, have a whole crew of body painters that have transformed us into robots with prosthetics. They've done all different shoots with us over the years, and they, you know, do fake tattoos, all different things. In this video, I have, I'm painted blue, and I have white circles all over my body and a green light shining on me. So it's kind of both. It's got, you know, the light and the body paint, but it's hot. I was going to say, you're, you're, you're basically green, but your hair's, your hair's <laughs> like this sort of reddish orange. Yeah, that's a light, too, shining on me while I was drumming. Okay. That's what I was, mm-hmm. I was wondering. I was like, how did you get, because oh, it, yeah. it looks like lights. <laughs> But it also looks like something else. And I was like, this is this is intriguing me. So um, tune into the video, artfully answered. But for now, check this out. This is Cronin once again on Deep Orbit Studio Presents. Well, I'm bottled up sunshine in your bottle of pain. I'm trying to control myself, but you know. I'm trying to control myself. Oh, me and my bad hair I'm, I'm trying to control myself, but you know You're looking at the right guy Trying to play Oh, oh, no, me, I'll find my way It was meant to be so Life's all about your best try Before you get to the other side 
trying to control myself, but you know. I'm trying to control myself. Oh, me and my bad health. I'm trying to control myself, but you know. Artfully Answered by Cronin. Such a sexy, cool song, video. Oh my God. Like, I, I kind of like want to go like sit in a hot tub with some champagne right now or, or, or just, you know, something like that. Definitely. It, just that. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little verklempt. I'm a little beside myself with emotion at this point. Um, so beautiful. What was the inspiration behind that video? Well, for me, Kato and I 
had done extensive study on a woman named Verushka. And, Kato, give a little background on Verushka and the body painting and why this video and the song was inspired by her kind of journey. Verushka was uh, um, one of the first top models. Um, she, you know, worked for a Ford modeling agency. She was the bombshell of the 70s and she actually pioneered body painting as a medium um you know she stopped modeling for agencies and she you know took it upon herself and just pioneered like some absolutely amazing amazing work that i studied uh, at cu and did you know presentations on because it just really moved me um you know she's worked with salvador dali she worked with all these famous artists that would paint her in these beautiful landscapes um and transform her body so she was absolutely you know um blended in with her surroundings and it was this transparency and all these different ideas that made me want to follow the same type of path and explore body painting as a medium. And so I, you know, sourced out some of Boulder and Denver's most talented body painters. And we, you know, threw around different ideas. And um, this is the first video that I explored that. And um, I was really happy with, you know, the video and we You'll see uh, as a band, we've kind of uh, transformed the the body painting into different um, different things. Uh, we you know have transducer abuser, uh, a music video where we're transformed into robots, and we also have um, you know all these gargoyle prosthetics where we were transformed into gargoyles in Prague when we filmed a music video called um, Predetermined Reality. So you know. Our band really likes to explore different artistic mediums, and that's definitely what I've tried to do over the past few years. <laughs> yeah. Super cool. Well, like I said, tune into the videos because the the artistry is is phenomenal. It's just not your average everyday stuff. And I'm I've always been a Cronin fan, but now I'm much more of one after getting a little more immersed in all of this. So uh, tell me, uh, have you guys uh, been working with any other artists? Do you, do you collaborate? Do you, um, you know, mix it up with other people? Or do you mostly just keep it in your own, uh, in the family, so to speak? Luckily, we had the honor this August to fly out to Miami and work with Marty from Marty Party and Panty Raid. And Panty Raid, one of his biggest musical acts that he's been part of, was a duet DJ act with him and a member of the Glitch Mob. So that really expanded our horizons because we were able to take a bass line, some drums, some vocal melodies, some chords, take it to him and take it to, and then he took it to a whole new level of glitchiness and EDM and kind of minimal this bass. minimal bass. Sorry, I didn't mean EDM. Kind of more of a minimal bass type style. Oh yeah. And Kato wrote lyrics and performed the vocal melody and it's just such an amazing track it's called so high and you can check that out at cronin's soundcloud which is soundcloud.com slash cronin band and it's an amazing track and what it's actually titled under is his new uh, act called primal intent which is a collaboration between him and another artist um and it's really phenomenal, their new album they just put out. So collaborating with him opened up a whole new 
horizon for us for minimal bass and kind of moving into an electronic realm. What was it like for you flying out to Miami and working with Marty? It was absolutely wonderful. You know, um, he's an amazing artist that I've admired for years. You know, I've seen him perform in Boulder at the Fox, uh, you know, all over the place. And when we started talking about, you know, collaborating and talking about, you know, our vision musically and where we were wanting to go with this, I decided to, you know, write some lyrics and, you know, this melody that really uh, kind of reflected that. So um, definitely go to SoundCloud, check out the new song. It's different than what Cronin usually does, but I think that you'll really like it. We're trying to explore all different realms of music and collaborate with as many artists as possible. That's what Cronin's about. And this specific song, we were talking about music theory earlier, it uses a, a mode called Phrygian, which some people might be familiar with, that has a minor second instead of a major second. It's a very dark, minor-esque type sound. And then on... Another part of the song, we even put in a major third instead of the minor third, which is earlier in the song, which gets it this slightly weird and uplifting sound. So it's very out there as far as tonality goes. It's very out there as far as rhythm goes, where we emphasize the four and instead of the four. I mean, it's glitchy, it's out there, but it's very danceable, it's very energetic and we think that the public will respond really well to this track definitely awesome so they can find that at soundcloud.com forward slash cronin band all right and uh do you guys have a website where else can they find your stuff your yeah. awesome clothes you can check out our where website croninmusic.com um we have our music videos there we have our merch store where you can see you know the different pieces of merchandise that i've created we also have cronin.bandcamp.com which has all of our merchandise as well but it's also the cool thing about this website is you can download all three of our albums for free it says name your price you can put one dollar zero dollars in if you want and download all three of our albums for free and there's got all of our hats shirts and everything on there as well so that's cronin.bandcamp.com and so what if somebody wants one of these masterfully crocheted hats like you made for me? Where do they where do they reach out for one of those? Oh, I made that especially for you there, Darren. Now. Well, in that case, then. <laughs> That's one of a kind now, Darren. Ha ha. Ha ha, everybody. I've got my own special Cato Cronin hat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Na, 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 na. All right. So, um. You know, I like to ask this of uh, artists and musicians, but, you know, we all have our journey where we start, uh, you know, hopefully as, as young kids or maybe later in life, and then we, you know, move up and reach different levels of success. What do you guys have to say to those that are still, you know, in their young, the younger part of their journey? What, what do you have to say to the kids coming up? Oh, man, never give up. We have faced so many different challenges you wouldn't believe. I mean, from natural disasters to, um, you know, just the craziest stuff our band has faced. And we just haven't stopped. And it's been, you know, only a few years that we've been a band. But we have really faced tremendous, tremendous amount, um, you know, of issues here and there. But we've also superseded all of that. And it's worth it when we're on stage performing, you know, to sold out crowds. And it's my brother and I. And it's just the best time in the world. And it's worth it. 
it when you get to the level of you know performing uh, like that so just keep going it's like you just never give up I know it sounds a little bit <laughs> cliche but I'm serious it's crazy it, well, it's definitely tough my advice is to make a music video because I've been in other bands where you just make a bunch of albums you have the audio the audio is out there, right? But what people nowadays really want is when they're scrolling through their Facebook feed, their Twitter feed, even their Instagram feed, they want a video where it's visually stimulating. It's audio, uh, it's stimulating you audio-wise, and it has a message beyond just a few arbitrary words. So I think that for us, it's really important that people kind of get music videos when they're early out to get people to see them instead of just hear them. That's great advice. All right, well, we're going to check out the one where you turn into robots with Transducer Abuser. This is Cronin here on Deborbit Studio Presents. cool was that? Short and sweet, right to the point. So, okay, crazy looking effects in that one. And the, uh, the, like the facial appliques, what was that? I mean, the guy's peeling his face off. Yeah. Um, we have an amazing body painter. Her name's Edie Katie and she's here in town. She does amazing, uh, prosthetic work. Um, it's foam prosthetics that are virtually glued on to our faces and then she uses different techniques of spraying and painting um 
on our skin to transform us into these really odd looking characters in this case robots um and it, you know it takes hours and hours it took like six hours or something for us to get into makeup but it was so cool and worth it when we were like getting you know ripping the paint and the, the body prosthetics off it was just i mean it's wild stuff yeah clearly wow uh i just changed the page what was that one called the transducer abuser yeah um so what's that song about? Well, one thing that we had faced as a band was the flood of 2013 destroyed all of our musical instruments, all of our electronic stuff. Everything that was a transducer of some sort was destroyed and abused. And we came out of it with no drums. We had an electronic drum kit. We lost every single thing we had. So that song's kind of about how we had to overcome all of our stuff getting abused and destroyed by the flood and starting from scratch. And another meaning that we had cor- uh, connotated to the video was just how people this in this day and age are a little bit overly attached to their cell phones and stuff like that. So I destroyed my cell phone in there. And just people are kind of overrun by technology and just a little bit of social commentary on the absurdity of the modern condition. Yeah, everybody's staring at screens and not so much Definitely. looking at each other. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. sort of odd. I know, traveling uh, for the holidays uh, not that long ago, um, on on the airport shuttle, I walked in, I got on, I was standing there, it was full, I looked around and I was the only one of the 20 people on there that didn't have their face in a screen. Right. And there's people traveling together. They're not talking to each other. They're texting their friends that are somewhere else. And, uh, yeah, I'm with you. There's a there's a, a place where it's cool, and then there's a place where it goes too far. Definitely. That's exactly there's what we were trying to say. a place where you want to rip your face off. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that, and that's the point of the video. <laughs> and they look so much better once they did, you know? I mean... Did you put on like those green face masks underneath, so so you got like a facial with with, I wish. with, the, I wish. with the prosthetics? Do <laughs> <laughs> you all have have cleaner complexions and silky smooth skin afterwards? Silky smooth. <laughs> Did they make them out of uh, <laughs> out of cucumber <laughs> rinds? <laughs> all right, so we're gonna get into one more uh, video here uh, to close out. Um, and this one's called Predetermined Reality Featuring Raw. Now, who is Raw, and what is this predetermined reality? Well, Raw is actually a friend of ours. She's a local musician, and she has a band called Raw. And what we ended up doing is creating this music video across, I think, 10 different countries in Europe and the Middle East. And what this video was trying to get across was that everything in our reality is predetermined based on facts of the past and laws of nature. So just the fact that we're here right now, I met you through some other facts of the past and, you know, I drove over here because of some laws of nature. So everything has a reason, is predetermined. And Cato will give you a little glimpse before we watch the video about what the traveling was like behind that, what kind of the other um, social commentaries involved with the video. I mean, it was an absolutely amazing experience. Rebecca Ann Henry, a.k.a. Raw, her and I traveled over, you know, all these different countries, you know, Germany, 
UK, uh, Czech Republic, Greece. We went to Israel. Um, you know, we had an amazing experience shooting with Ken Sauls, who is a fabulous director and um, videographer. He's worked on several projects, 60 Minutes and, um, you know, Top Gear, lots of different shows. So we had an amazing crew with us. It was super fun. We did, you know, uh body painting we were we were gargoyles in uh prog on a bridge you know we we really went everywhere and tried to do everything we climbed mount masada in israel um you know with gargoyle or not gargoyle (laughs) gladiator excuse me gladiator costumes on i'm still thinking about the gargoyles gladiator costumes on you know at sunrise and got amazing shot there and you'll see some of the the images are just absolutely astounding um and it really speaks to the you know the history history and how you know how far we've come and how how much we've evolved and we're here based on um you know facts of past and laws of nature and this is predetermined reality super cool Kato, Caleb, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you, Darren. So thank please so tell much. everyone really once again what all those places that they can go to find all your music and your stuff. Give them just one more so little. So facebook.com slash Band. We've got cronin.bandcamp.com and then our personal website is croninmusic.com and the last place to check out some of our newer and most recent tracks is soundcloud.com slash croninband so that's everything as far as our links go but and check us out on youtube because we have new music videos that come out quarterly so you know we're working on a new one right now and uh kind of just stay tuned on our channel and check us out thank you so much darren you're very welcome guys i really appreciate you coming on the show uh this episode and for everyone else out there of course check out deep orbit studio dot com uh to be able to find out all the things that i offer go to djr kids books buy a book and support that cause and otherwise just keep listening because we love doing this for y'all so we're going to finish this up with predetermined reality with from cronin take care everybody